of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. And welcome to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Thank you for joining me today as we are concluding the Psalm Project. We are here in Psalm 150. Many settings of this have been, uh, many. there are many musical settings of Psalm 150. I remember growing up hearing the Matt Redman, everything that Everything that has breath, praise the Lord. If you remember that that tune, um, that's one of them. There are several settings of Psalm 150, and you're going to hear another one today. Uh, this one is an excellent conclusion to the book of Psalms because it speaks of letting everything that has breath praise the Lord. Um, I'm going to go ahead and dive into Psalm 150, six verses. So let's, uh, let's get into this. Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with, loop, uh, with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud, clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise. And similar to the other psalms, these last few psalms in this uh, Psalter, um, it is framed by praise the Lord, beginning and end. And honestly, there's not a lot here I want to point out, but a few things that stand out here. It is an excellent conclusion to the book of Psalms. But the psalmist just begins with this idea of praise. Everything here is rooted in praise. He speaks of in the sanctuary and in the mighty heavens, and these are the locations where worship was focused. You think about the temple or the heavens with the angels crying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Praise and worship took place 24-7. And that's the idea here. Verse 2, praise him for his mighty deeds and according to his excellent greatness. And so this verse gives reasons why God should be worshipped. But again, the foundation is simply because he is worthy of it. Then in verses 3 through 5, it gives specific instruments. Not that this is a, an exhaustive list. It is actually a limited list. We should praise God with every available resource we have, including aesthetic resources such as lights. I know at my church we do use lights. We use stage lights. Uh, we use a fog machine. This is for aesthetic reasons. It is a mode, a method of praising God. There are people that would criticize that. Um, but why would you criticize that if that is if that can be a legitimate means of praising God? Uh, just as someone who plays the guitar or the piano or the drums uses their gifts to praise God, why can't someone gifted in media 
use their gifts to praise God as well. This is all part of an, an aesthetic experience given to the Lord. But in verses 3 through 5, it speaks of the trumpet, the lute and harp, the tambourine and dance even, the strings and the pipe and cymbals. This is a wonderful array of instruments for the praises of God. And then it concludes with let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Life in Genesis 2 is represented in the breath. And the breath is also the means of speech for prayer and for praise. In other words, if you have breath, meaning if you are alive, meaning all of us, if you're listening to this podcast, whatever, if you have breath at all, you qualify as a worshiper of God. And for that reason, you should worship and praise God, because he is worthy. If there's one thing that I could say that has come from these last few psalms, it is remember the foundation of worship and of praise. God is worthy to be worshipped. He is worthy to be praised. And yes, we can praise him for his acts, for his mighty acts and his deeds, as this psalm does. But those are not the foundational reasons. Those are extra. That is icing on the cake. We praise God simply for the fact that he is worthy. And as I said in a recent episode, if he had never done anything for us, he would still be worthy of our praise. So the book of Psalms, these different types of prayers, um, prayers of praise, of thanksgiving, uh, imprecation, curses, uh, lamentations, these different types of Psalms and prayers if we go back and look at these, and if you remember, the uh, something I said quite often is that these prayers were rooted in a right motivation. Even the laments, even uh, the curses, these were rooted in a right motivation. And the psalmists, uh, the authors, the various authors that, that compiled the book of Psalms, um, cried out and poured out their prayers to God with the right motivation. Even in their curses, it was not just God destroy these people or bring curses upon these people because I'm mad at them. It was God, you, uh, your justice is not being executed. Therefore, act according to your justice because you are a just God. Even in the laments, it's not just, God, I'm complaining because I'm unhappy. Look at me. It was God reach down and intervene in this situation so that you are glorified, so that the people around me behold your works and behold who you are as God because of what you have done in me. And so the book of Psalms is a wonderful model for prayer and for worship. And I hope and pray that we can all use uh, this information that, that as I've gone through this Psalm project to worship God more thoroughly and better. We are all, as I mentioned there in Psalm 150, we qualify as worshipers of God. Let us do it as best as we can. And so my hope and prayer is that this project has helped you. It has certainly helped me. Uh, in, in looking at these psalms, examining them in detail, talking about them, discussing them, 
It has given me a, a, a newfound perspective and an enhanced perspective on the book of Psalms. I already enjoyed the book before that, but it has greatly enhanced my understanding and my appreciation for the hymnal of Israel, the book of Psalms, all five books in the Psalter that compile this wonderful text. And so I hope it has been beneficial to you. I thank you if you've joined me for part of the Psalm Project or for all of it. I thank you for that and for allowing me to um, to take up some of your, of your time to uh, hopefully help you in your spiritual walk and your formation. So uh, here is the concluding psalm to the Psalm Project, Psalm 150, set to music. Thank you for listening today to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. It's